With your permission, Lord, you're present with us in the most blessed sacrament. I'd like to speak briefly about one of your apostles, Bartholomew or Nathaniel, whose feast we had just last week. And Nathaniel, he doesn't really feature prominently in the scriptures very much. But from John's Gospel, we hear something just wonderfully important about him. I think we learn more about Nathaniel in a few verses than we do about uh, most of the other apostles. Perhaps Peter, James, and John get, get more treatment, but after them, I, I think it's, it's really Nathaniel or Bartholomew. In the first chapter of John's Gospel, we hear this. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? And Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no deceit, or in whom there is no guile, we hear. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you hereafter, you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. So it's a pretty dramatic meeting between Nathaniel and our Lord. How do you know me? He says. Oh, Nathaniel, if only you knew how the Lord knows you. Not just in the way that he knows you, but just how much he knows you, the, the depth with which he knows you. Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. I knew you even then. Our Lord doesn't go on to say that before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. A prophet to the nations, I appointed you. An apostle to the nations, I appointed you. Jesus knows him. And this brings us to our first point that Knowing Nathaniel teaches us. Jesus knows him, and Jesus knows us. Jesus knows what he spoke about to God while he was under that fig tree. Jesus knows exactly what happened under that fig tree, whatever it was. Jesus knows him with great depth, a depth with which only God can know. God knows us as he knows Nathaniel. He knows our actions and our innermost thoughts. He knows us in our inmost being. For it was he who knit us together in our mother's womb. It was he who has thought of us and loved us for all eternity. God knows us intimately. It's worth consideration that 
when we see someone else or we take an unjust look at ourselves, we're only focusing on a certain part, especially when we make a passing judgment about someone. Like, I don't know that person. I really don't know that person. I could, I, could, I could be the spiritual director to that person for 10 years. They could have shared their inmost thoughts. And guess what? I really don't know you. Not really. Only God knows. We're going to keep coming back to that. Only God knows. Only God truly knows us, truly sees us. So in our interior life, that should encourage us never to hide anything from him. He knows it. He knows us through and through. Why hold anything back? Why hold anything back? Perhaps there's something in our heart that we can't share with anybody. Share it with him. He already knows it. And he hasn't stopped loving you because of it. Share it. Only God knows. Trust him. There's a phrase which I have found most helpful and comforting in my priestly ministry. And I wish I had come to a greater understanding of it earlier. It's this one phrase. There is always more to someone's story. There's always more to someone than what I see, than our conversation, than that particular action that I am judging in the moment. There is always more. And the repetition of that phrase, of that truth, has helped me and helps me every day. Lord, help me more. Helps me not to judge. Helps me not to come to do any judgment, either positive or negative, about the person. Who am I to judge? There's only one judge, and his name is Christ. I can make a, 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 dis- a distinction about, I can make a judgment about an action. Yes, that is a wrong action. That is a sinful action. I can judge my own actions. I can judge that of others. But I cannot judge a soul. Nor should any of us pass judgment on someone. That is not to say that we cannot identify good action or bad action when we see it. Of course not. Of course we can. But this will keep us from making many assumptions of others and their situation and their motives. We don't know their story. We don't know their history. We don't know their background. We don't know their motives. Their motives may not be ours in that same situation. It is a reminder of the truth that only God knows. God only knows. I am unable to see the great complexity of the person before me. When I find it difficult to see the beauty of them, God knows. Now, what's going on with this fig tree? There's been a lot of discussion over the years about the fig tree. Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Well, a few things that the fathers of the church say this fig tree could mean. 
Well, first, it was known and it was very common for, for those who were studying Scripture, rabbis and students, to, to study under, in a shady place like the fig tree. If you get a really big fig tree, it, it essentially makes like a private space within it. It's kind of, kind of cool. There's like a, there's like a little, little tent made out of fig leaves. And it's nice and cool inside there. My, my parents have this enormous fig tree that we cut down to like almost nothing every year and it comes back 20 feet tall and 20 feet wide every year. So it's a good place to sit and to pray and to study. Fig trees have many leaves and a dense canopy and it's hot in Israel much of the year. So perhaps the fathers say, Nathaniel was deep in prayer, studying scripture, having a conversation with God. To sit under a fig tree is a Jewish figure of speech for meditating on scripture. And it is presumed that Nathaniel spent many hours under the fig tree in prayer with scripture. He who was thoroughly familiar with its entirety, with the law and the prophets. Also, fig trees are a reminder of sin. So there may be something that happened at that fig tree that our Lord knows, that only God knows. Nathaniel had told no one but God, only God could have known it. Why are fig trees a reminder of sin? When Adam and Eve realized that the serpent had tricked them and they, that they had sinned, they sewed fig leaves together and made loincloths for themselves. Genesis chapter 3. So fig leaves represent sin. Nathaniel went under the fig tree to reflect upon his life, perhaps to bring his sins to mind, perhaps something happened there. Who knows? Only God knows. Once again, only God can know these details about us. And we find this beautiful line, in this man there is no guile. Man, there is no God. Do you know me? Here is a true Israelite. He hides nothing from God. He just bears it all. It's not just, he's not just practicing this. this. His faith is not just on the surface. It's more than skin deep. In him there is no guile. He's truly pouring out his heart to the Lord. He's truly telling the Lord the truth. And it's perhaps no accident that the means of his martyrdom was to be flayed, to be flayed alive. So very often, depictions of Nathaniel, he'll be standing there, skinless, holding his empty skin, to say, you see, my faith is more than skin deep. In me, there is no guile. I am all for Christ. And that is proven by my witness, by my martyrdom. What a beautiful example. Truly, it's more than skin deep. Here I am, Lord, all of me. I trust in you. For you know me. You've known me not only under the fig tree, you have known me not in my 
worst moments, not only in my best moments, not, in, not just when I am having you know, the, the deepest, most rewarding moments of prayer, not just when I am at my lowest point and have fallen so far. Lord, you know the whole story. You know me through and through. You know me by more than just an appearance, more than just skin deep. So Nathaniel, this man, this normal man, gives us hope that we too can, with you, Lord, be without guile, be honest and open and trusting, for you know. You know us through and through. St. Nathaniel, give us the confidence that you had in our Lord. Give us the opportunity to know the Lord in Scripture and meeting you face to face as we are right now. May we return to you all the time. And the more we get to know you, the more we'll get to truly know ourselves as we truly are. Not just one snapshot, not just a moment, not just our best or our worst moments, but who we are in your eyes, who we truly are. Lord, help us to see ourselves reflected in your eyes, in your most loving eyes. We have to imagine, perhaps, that Many times, St. Joseph and Our Lady saw themselves reflected in the eyes of our Lord. And when looked at that, looked at in that way, they truly knew who they were. They saw the look of love in the face of our Lord himself. Lord, help us to know ourselves as you know us and to live the joy of the sons and daughters of God. Amen.